Welcome back to the Andrew Skiles Show. Today I have my good friend Taylor Lemke here, originally from Lawrence, Nebraska, and she's majoring in marketing. How's it going, Taylor? It's going good. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Hey, it's good to have you here. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Were you originally marketing or did you change your major? No. So I went in freshman year, pre-PT. That was the dream. I never considered anything else in high school. I just thought like the med field was for me. It's where I could help as many people as possible. That's what it seemed like then. Then I got to college and I just realized like the vigorous coursework and being in school for like eight years wasn't like my passion. And it was when I had an internship in high school, actually a marketing internship. That's where it like came back in the back of my mind that maybe that was actually my passion. So I switched to business and then that led me to an internship where I found out that I really liked marketing. So that's where I am. Wow. I actually, I did not ever know that about you, that you were originally not marketing. Um, that has now made, I think everyone has come on the show now officially has changed their major at least once. Yeah. Which kind of seems to be a, a trend in modern day college. Well, you think you know what you want, but it's like so true. People say it, how like, how can you decide what you want to do till you're what? When do you retire? 50s, 60s, when you're what, 18? Yeah, when you're 18, making a decision yeah. for 40 plus years. So what all does marketing entail? What what does marketing mean, I guess I should say? Yeah, so the best way to describe it within like the college of business here at UNL is like it's structured as like the strategy of business within like communications. So whether that's internal business communications, outside communications, like there's so many places to go within marketing, but that's the best way to describe it is like planning your firm and your organization strategy. Yeah. Um, what are some of the classes you've taken? Yeah. So obviously I did all my pre-PT stuff freshman year, fall and spring semester. Those were fun. It was a good opportunity. I was pre, well, I, because if you're anything pre, you have to like major in something. So I was athletic training. So I got to rotate between the gymnastics team, men's gymnastics and the football team. So I was like the water girl for the football team. How was that? It was so fun because like I had some classes with them and then they'd see me at practice and like as a little freshman, having like football players recognize you outside of practice. It's like, wow, like, I'm I'm cool, right? <laughs> so that was fun. And then once I switched to business, um, it's like a big thing in the College of Business, which sometimes turns people away to come to the J School because you have to take all of those, like, core business requirements. So your finance, your accounting, mm-hmm. your supply chain, which I'm thankful for it now as I'm applying for jobs. Like, I see how it's relevant. But back then, I didn't, but I still took those. Yeah, you didn't really understand why you have to take all these classes no. at the time being. But I, d- I also agree that as you move on, you're looking for other jobs, it opens up a bunch of other fields. It really does. And just even having all those professors in different parts of business is nice just to be able to go back to, because that's another thing the College of Business does a really good job with is having that network of professors. But now I'm in my marketing and business capstone classes where keeps me pretty busy. And so capstone classes those are senior classes that you take your last semester it kind of gives you a chance to show what all you've learned let's just start with the marketing one what what does the marketing capstone entail yeah so right now um my class has completely changed on me so we had like 
our syllabus structure and our schedule. This past week, he actually completely changed it because the College of Business is adding a law and business minor. It's like a partnership with like the College of Law here. Mm-hmm. And so they assigned my class section to market that before <laughs> the enrollment date of what, like March 4th, which is less than two weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it sounds awesome that they would just spring that on you. <laughs> that was sarcasm, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's going to be a good opportunity, but I don't know. It's going to be different because my class is probably 60 people. You know, the best teams are like three to five people, but now I'm on a team of like 60 people trying to do something for the university and specifically our college. So like there's the pressure, but. Mm-hmm. So do you guys just, I'm guessing it's a lecture hall, correct? It, I wouldn't say it's a lecture hall since there's like 60 of us. It's a pretty like interactive, like dynamic class okay. setting. Yeah. Cause that's, that's not really how we do it here. So it's kind of hard for me to see that, I guess. It is, especially at College of Business because there's so many students, but there's a ton of sections for it. So not every everybody in the College of Business has to take the business capstone, but if your major's marketing, you have to take another capstone for your marketing major. So we're unique like that. So that's awesome that you have to, <laughs> you have well, to take two capstones. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, good experience. But again, I think it's like the way the College of Business handles it since it's a little bit it's an easier way to get more hands on Mm -hmm. because it's not so easy to do that with like the business structure. And obviously you have to work as a team. So it gives you another chance to, it does. And especially doing like an actual campaign like this, it's probably a lot more experience than people can normally say coming out of college, unless you've had an internship. Yeah, definitely. And so with this capstone, do you pretty much just do a a little bit of individual work, then bring what you have to class, present it, then you guys kind of decide if that's how you would it was until this project got sprung on us so he's basically dividing us into groups to work on like the copy or a social media campaign or just various elements of like marketing communications Hmm. but then we all have to come together during class to discuss it which is challenging but it's gonna it's gonna be worth it do you guys meet weekly yep tuesday and thursday just for like the hour and 15? Yep. Yeah, see, for our capstone, I guess I guess ours is technically an individual capstone. So we only meet three times a year. It's much different. And it makes me wonder what other colleges do. Like, do they have <clears throat> capstones? I don't know if it would make sense for them to. From everything I've heard, I mean, it's, I've done a few different interviews now, but a lot of people have capstones, but it kind of, each college kind of has like their own little, their own little spin on it. Yep. It's kind of what it seems like. So what's your other capstone like? Because the other one's a, well, a business capstone. Yeah, so everybody in the college of business has to take it, no matter your major. So if you're a major within the college of business, you're in this business capstone. It's good. Um, it's it's really helping everything come full circle, honestly. It, they really talk about strategy in there because it's just a unique structure because it's taking all outside experience mm-hmm. because we have accounting, marketing, supply chain, all the majors within that class, and they're trying to teach us basically just how to take what we've learned and put it out in the real world. How many people are in that class? Oh man. I don't, I wonder how many are in the college business that are graduating in May, but in my class, probably there's 60 of us. Okay. So it's kind of, and that's only again. one section of however many. Yeah. Business is one of the bigger colleges. So they'll probably have a lot of people. Graduating. It is. Yeah. A lot of people come to UNL specifically to go to For a business. business college. Yep. I didn't realize that. I guess I was actually originally business. Oh, I was, you? Uh, yes, I, I was business administration. Okay. And then 
I wasn't that good at calculus. Who is? And <laughs> um, so then I decided that it was time to find a different major. Yeah. But I, I, w- I, I wish I would have kept a little bit of business because I think it, it does have something to do with, that you can take mm-hmm. with you. Maybe like a minor. A minor would have been nice for business. I know it. I mean, there's so many things I wish I could have gotten out of, like, the J school here, too, just because they're so similar. I get why they keep them separate, but some sort of partnership, I think, would be cool. Yeah, especially with marketing. There's, do you see, like, a lot of overlap between marketing and advertisement and public relations? I do, but, again, I get why they're separate, but I think the hands-on stuff College of Business could learn a lot from, mm-hmm. but also the J school could learn a lot from, like, our business strategy, like, foundation. Yeah, because I... I've taken, I guess, a couple of classes at PR-wise, and we don't really focus on the business side of mm-hmm. it in a way. You, you kind of focus more on the the art of yep. creating it and stuff like that compared to, well, you need to get this certain amount of finances. Yep. How are you going to do that? Which which would be kind of nice to see almost like a, a hybrid of the two. I know it. But I guess part of that, it's like, I mean, you'll learn enough in your first job whether yeah. that's the creative yeah. side or like the business side. So I don't know what's better. Or worse. I, I think that they give you enough in the classes anyway, so you you can take it with you. For sure. So before we were talking, you actually took an ad PR capstone last yeah, semester. I did, Yacht, through Yacht Advertising Agency, which within College of Journalism is like a capstone class you can take. But College of Business, it's not related to, and it's not like it helped me graduate faster, but it was a great opportunity. And what all was, is is that the thing that Haley did as well? Yeah, Haley's in it right now. Um, so I was an account executive. Haley's an account executive now too. Mm-hmm. And so they pretty much market it as like a completely student-run advertising agency. Like we're dealing with real clients, real contracts, which was like such a great opportunity to, I mean, I ran that whole shebang with having a real contract with our client, multiple clients that I had. It was great. What were some of the clients you had? Yeah, so I did the student faculty spotlight videos for the College of Journalism. Nice. So if you ever see that on yep. their multimedia, I was directing those, which was fun. And video has always been like a side passion of mine through just some of my internships and YouTube and stuff. Yeah, because you have a, a makeup YouTube. I do. Shout out to that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah. It's just like something fun that I enjoy. So I did that, and then um, Children's Hospital was my other client which was really cool because it kind of came full cir- full circle because my sister spent like the first couple months of her life at Children's Hospital. She was a preemie. So it was really cool to like be like, wow, you did so much for my sister. Now I'm going to like help get you whatever you need. Yeah, I, I could definitely see how the, the yacht program is something that would be very interesting. And Haley and I kind of talked about how it's nice that it's a capstone you can take before you're a senior where yes. you can kind of keep doing it over and over. They have leadership opportunities, which was great. Um, it was awesome. I was offered to be the, because um, they've kind of restructured their leadership team, but basically the leader for the account executive mm-hmm. roles. I decided to decline it just because I was like, I need some more time senior year to do between my two capstones, the college of business. But I mean, the network and the opportunities it gives you, it's such a good foundation. Yeah, from everything I've heard, it, it seems like a better capstone at least for giving you a, a foot in the door, I guess I should say. Foot in the door is the best way to put it. It really is. Because, I mean, you have to apply for an interview for it, so you at least need to have some background experience, but they're willing to work with you to get you to where you need to be to mm-hmm. be successful after graduation. Yeah, 
So let's kind of hop back to some of the business classes. And when you originally switched over to business or marketing, I guess I should say, what was it like just switching into these business classes that were kind of the core classes you have to take? Yeah, um, I really regretted it in high school because like I said, I never considered anything else but physical therapy. So I'd never taken an accounting class or anything like that because I was like, why would I need to do that? Mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself through that. So then having to take those classes for the first time, it was interesting. And when I was a sophomore, we were still in the old CBA building. Yep. And then now I've been in the new college business building for the past two years. So even that dynamic was really different, taking those big lecture classes for macro and micro econ and my first accounting class. It was it was a different transition, but like your professors and I mean, even your like four-year academic plan, it, it does set you up to be successful. So it wasn't that terrible of a transition. It's just kind of just a lot different. A lot different. Um, they do good to make sure like your classes are either all on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday and Thursday. So they're doing good stuff to help people transition where like pre-PT, it was all over the place. You know, you have your lecture for biology, then you have like your lab and that's like how it is for a lot of different classes. So it's much more easy to manage like organization wise throughout your week. And you, you talked about how there's a difference between when you were studying at CBA, College of Business Administration, and then they moved to the bigger building, mm-hmm. the Cobb, we call it College of Business. The Cobb, yep. What are some of the differences you saw in the changes? I got everything. I mean, the building's beautiful. Like It's a palace. What is it? I mean, probably billions of dollars. I don't know the exact number. It has to be. It's ginormous. But it's that way for a reason. They just needed to move into somewhere bigger because there's a lot of students, like I said, that come to UNL for the business um, college. But just the interacting portion, like between the technology they have and just the structure of the building, like all the breakout rooms. I mean, the old CBA building was pretty tiny. And it seemed like the old CBA had a lot more classrooms rather than the larger lecture halls that the new one seems to have. Yep. Old CBA, I remember it had one big lecture one big lecture hall, like right when you walked in. Yep, right to the left. Yep, that's where they had to hold everything. So just different structure like that. I mean, I don't know why they waited so long to do it because it's like comparing, it's like, wow, that well, building was like so tiny. Well, do you remember, you remember when they were building it and you'd walk by and it was just like looking up at this. Because there's no building on campus thing. like it. <laughs> it sticks out. There's, it does stick out. Because they all, like the old CBA, it all, like UNL has a style of building. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I wonder if new buildings or new colleges are going to catch on and try to rebuild. I don't I know. I think so. I mean, I saw the journalism school. We redid the whole basement here. Yeah. Um, and it has a, a more modern feel. It does. Because I would say that the Cobb has this, this, this elegant look to it. Yeah. And I would even say that the Adele Learning Commons, the new library, where they remodeled that, is is where they're going to start pushing stuff. I mean, you, you can even see it in the union. The, the union's changed a lot. That's a good point. I guess, yeah, the Adele Learning Commons kind of started that style. My, my guess is that it'll probably be like, it'll probably be something where it's not outside. You see the differences, but more inside. That's a good point. There's just a lot between, yeah, the breakout rooms, the technology, I mean, the classrooms and like the professors with the technology, just doing their stuff with their computers it's just yeah what's some of the technology like there oh gosh i mean i don't even know how to describe it because i I, when i walked through sorry no go ahead um when i walked through one time i walked by this this huge lecture hall i mean i said huge but 
it's probably not that big compared to you because there's other bigger ones. Mm -hmm. But there was like each desk had two computer monitors on it. Yep. Well, they have that. They had an old computer lab in the old CBA, but this one's like a lot more different. Even just like the architecture behind the stuff is what makes me say like the technology is so much more advanced because I mean, they designed the building to be like a circle for like, I actually learned this in one of my classes for safety reasons, which is unfortunate. We have to worry about that, but they designed it all in a circle. So it's easy to navigate and everything's open like window wise. There's no like tiny hallways. There are some, but those are only to like, you know, people's. Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of windows in that building. There are. Yeah, it's really interesting to learn that's why they did it. I just didn't know if it was to be like some pretty building to get, yeah. you know, recruit people in. But there was, there was a rhyme and reason to it. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I actually just thought about this. Uh, when I was in business, I had to take, uh, it was BZAD. One one one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to take that? Everybody had one 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 two 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 three 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 four four four. Yeah, I did four 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 last semester. I mean, you love them or you hate them. I loved one 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 because I'm like a nerd talking about my Gallup strengths. I could go off about my strengths any time of day. I think it's because I I always knew there were some like qualities or skills to me that I just couldn't put into words and it like finally let me do that and I mean for your resume and for interviews it's it's a good time because it was point. the it's, oh, I'm to think it's the Microsoft one correct the Microsoft word oh you're th- okay you're thinking of a different one that's the oh, like the computer class I know what you're talking about it's like B's had one one is it 130 one yeah it's 130 okay yeah. did you ever class, take that I did yeah and um I had to retake it. <laughs> <laughs> I also had to retake it. Yeah, who would uh, think a computer class is you fail it? But so what? What it is? Do they still do it? I I think so. I mean, if they don't, I'd be kind of upset because I, I had to go through pissed. it. Everybody should. To give the listeners an idea of what it is. Is it's this class where you go there for it's one credit hour. Yep. And you go there once a week, and you have to perfectly show that you understand Microsoft Word. Microsoft Excel and Microsoft PowerPoint. PowerPoint and then oh what's the Outlook. other one that nobody uses? No, not like Access. Access. Access and yep. you you would spend hours practicing in the lab for these practicing. exams. And the most annoying thing about it was if you had like a Mac, you couldn't take it home. And so you would have to go to their computer yes. lab. And I remember I would walk in there half the time and there wouldn't be a computer open. Yep. I walked all the way over there. And for whatever reason, you had to Because everybody has a Mac. That's why they're not open. Yeah. And <laughs> you had to get over an 80%, I believe. 80%. Which, which doesn't seem that hard. But when there's 20 questions and, like, you're dealing with technology. <laughs> and you have to be precise. Very much so. And then you get marked down if you don't get it right. And then you get, it'll tell you what you got after the test. And you will find out right then if you are still in that class for next week insane (laughs) oh i mean the turnover rate in that class like it's very common i mean i heard about one person that literally changed their major because they couldn't pass this class yeah i took it twice and i passed it and then i the next week i switched over to journalism there you go and i I was kind of like one of those things where i i let them know one last time that i could pass that you you have to prove a point it was just it (laughs) If if they still do that class, it... I know. Part of me is like, there's no need. I mean, there is a need, but let's change the structure. But also, yeah, we went through it. Everybody else should. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. So uh, I know we've kind of talked a little bit about some of your internships, but 
Let's talk a little bit more about them. What are some of the internships you've had throughout college? Yeah, so that's one thing I pride myself on because academic-wise, like academics came super easy for me in high school. Came from a small school, but I really did. I tried. Um, college, it's a different story. Just the structure. I mean, not that I'm a terrible student, but I pride myself in experience over my academics more. Mm-hmm. So it started sophomore year of high school. I was working at our small town grocery store where everybody and their dog worked. And I got a call and it was somebody from Glenwood is where I interned at. It's like a cable internet provider back home. And the HR manager called my house and was like, hey, like, I know you're working at Thramers right now. We're looking for an intern. Like, I think you'd be really good at it. Do you want the job? And I was like, okay, you're literally offering me a job right now. Like, why would I not take that? Yeah. So I did it. And I mean, like I said, I was pre-PT. Like, that was the vision. That was the plan. Didn't even consider anything else. And I did a lot. I did video editing for, like, our TV channels. Like, I uploaded stuff to, like, be broadcasted. It was really cool. And I did a lot. I learned a lot about, like, Adobe Creative Suite. Mm -hmm. Um, Even between copy and, like, design. Because that was, like, all self-taught. Like, I've never had any Photoshop classes completely self-taught because of that internship. Then I came to college, pre-PT, I found out wasn't for me. And I'm so thankful for that internship because it like definitely helped direct where I am now. So then once I did switch to the College of Business, I started out as business administration just because I thought that's the basic. I could figure it out from there, yeah. you know? Yeah. So Nelnet here in town, they have this pathway internship program. And I was like the first year they started it. And it's basically for students who want to learn more about business, want to be in business, but they don't know exactly where. So you rotate every two weeks between all their different business sectors. And then there, that's where I found marketing was my passion. So I switched to marketing. Then I've had an internship at Inceptia, a nonprofit here in town who actually started Nelnet. So like started from the roots. I don't know what it is with me and like the student loan world, but that's where I've been working. Is that what Inceptia was too? Yeah. Yeah. They're like financial literacy is like their nonprofit mission with like student loans. So how's that dealing with that? I, I, I learned so much. Well, because I mean, I'm fortunate enough to not really have to worry about like mm-hmm. my student loans and like finances in that way. So it was, I don't know. I like consider myself really privileged in that, but it was almost eye opening probably. So eye opening to realize like how lucky I am and how big of an issue it is. And so just learning about it, I, um, I'm not, at that internship anymore just because of yacht and my other internships that i took on Mm -hmm. but i mean the stuff that i learned there and like the resources i still check up on those like every day to learn what's going on student loans uh, it was great and then i started social media for this one startup last summer it was just like a random gig i did but that gave me a lot of experience and who was that for um modern skin institute it's Basically for like the cosmetic industry mm. and cosmetology industry, if you go that route, so like you go to college, I mean, that college is much different than ours. It's, you consider it like a technical college yeah, kind of thing. I think, is it kind of like hair school where they yep. go for Between hair school and like esthetician school. So hair for your hair, esthetician for your skin. Um, you have to continue your education to keep your licensing. So every mm. like two years, you have to get so many CEUs, which are continuing education units. So it's a conference, like the first one ever in the Midwest to offer that to 
people so you don't have to like travel so it was really cool um and considering like cosmetic industry is like a passion of mine at least i got my foot in the door with that yeah yeah. And then currently you're kind of doing a... Currently I am doing nothing. No, <laughs> I wanted my last semester of senior year to be like easy considering how many internships I've had. And last semester I was a part of Yacht mm-hmm. and I worked at Inceptia. So having two internships, I got a little bit of burnout. So I thought this semester I work for the math department here on campus as a student worker. Um, I thought that's like... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I need money somehow, but... What do you do for them? Oh my gosh, every college hires like student workers, yeah, answer yeah. the phones, do some oh, copying so like and printing. Like math. I get paid to do homework and I kind of am mad I never jumped on doing this earlier in college because it's so easy. See, I've always heard that people do that um, sit at the front desks at mm-hmm. the dorms. They have like the worst hours ever, but they could just do homework the whole time. Watch Netflix. Every time I would come home at night because I lived in the suites and those workers they are watching Netflix. So even the bad hours, it's worth it because yeah, you get paid just to like sit there. So that's what I'm doing. And aren't you doing that tanning thing? Yeah. I have a mobile spray tanning business. You, you you mobile tan Donald Trump. I do not. I am not Trump's private (laughs) spray tanner. If I was somebody call me out to not do that because does anybody think that is a good look for him? I don't think so. But anyway, yeah, I have a mobile spray tanning business. It's really fun. It's just like fun money. And again, like the whole cosmetics and like beauty stuff is my passion. So, yeah, so we can kind of go into kind of what your future entails. I know it's a a scary time for all of us. We're not 100% sure, but Mm -hmm. what what are you kind of thinking right now? Yeah, so the thing about me is like I'm very a futuristic kind of person so I know exactly where I want to end up in the long run but getting there is a different story so like the absolute dream would be to like own my own cosmetic line someday but what I'm doing now is just with my internship experience and that one for Modern Skin Institute at least getting my foot in the door with cosmetics um, there's a few traveling opportunities with like big companies like Lancome and like L'Oreal who own like all the little makeup brands there's a couple opportunities here in the Midwest that I'm looking at. But other than that, like I'm just applying for jobs, seeing where it'll take me. I love Lincoln and Omaha. Like this is where I want to for sure end up, but I'm willing to go anywhere right yeah. now. After yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska is a nice place. It's, it really is. It's kind of, especially Omaha. Omaha is booming. Omaha is booming. There's so many opportunities there. And like, it's just like the perfect size. I mean, it's big enough to have like culture and diversity, but small enough where, I mean, you do feel relatively safe in Omaha. Yeah. And and you don't, it's not like, like in Denver, there's so much going on. And mm-hmm. it's, it's almost exhausting just driving around. Here we have yeah. a rush hours O Street, five blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes you maybe 10, 15 minutes extra commuting, but I mean, that's nothing compared to anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. So with some of these cosmetic places, are they yeah. are they centered in Nebraska or are they kind of Chicago? <laughs> That's the problem with the industry I want to get into. I, I mean, I could work remote here. There's not that many opportunities, especially beginning opportunities, mm-hmm. to work remotely. But, um, I mean, obviously in California, that's where you go if you want to be in the industry I'm in. I mean, that would be awesome. But like, yeah, Nebraska's home. Yeah, so it'd be a lot different. It'd be so different. I mean, I know I would thrive there. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's like, I feel like that's where I've always 
been meant to live, but it's, yeah, no, like I said, Lincoln, Omaha, it's home. So I don't know. We're, we're going to see, and I don't expect to get where I want to be right away. Like you got to build up to it. Exactly. So hopefully I'm just going to keep networking and try to find some people, you know, they're between LinkedIn, like LinkedIn is awesome. And Mm -hmm. I found some UNL alumni who have worked for the companies I want to work for, reached out to them. Um, so, I mean, it can happen. Yeah. It's actually funny you say something about LinkedIn because LinkedIn, it's this, it's this newer thing. And I would suggest people gain LinkedIn as early as they can. Absolutely. Because then you can just keep up with it. You keep building your, your followers, your network. Well, it's, it's like just an interesting because it's like an indie, like it's a job mm-hmm. posting platform, but also mixed with social media and networking. So like you get the best of both worlds because you can, it's a perfect way for somebody like me who has had multiple internships. You want to keep in close relations with those people, yeah. especially now that I'm applying for jobs. And, and it'll like group you with those people. It and, and it's, it's really cool. It's, it's social media of job hunting and I definitely recommend it. For sure. If before we go, if there is one thing or a couple of things, I guess, if there's a couple of things you could say for kids that maybe just switched their major or are coming to college on why you liked business, mm-hmm. what would you say? Why well, I liked business? Well, I don't know. I think more of what like advice I would give is, mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm so heavily involved, especially it started junior year, but. I know everybody says it, but like seriously, stepping out of your comfort zone has never steered anybody wrong. It's like, it's so true. And just join as much as you can. I mean, don't get burnout like I have had, but just like the clubs. And I mean, it might be scary at first. Like I'm, I've been on the exec team for American Marketing Association, our chapter here in Lincoln and stuff like that. I was always so scared to join and like go because I knew nobody in it. But, like, look where it's gotten me. I've had so many friends with it in between, like, Greek life, college of business, especially here at UNL. I can, can't speak for other universities, but they do such a good job at giving you the opportunity to reach out to people and branch out. And don't be scared to talk to your professors. Like, they are there for a reason to help you. And I've had some of my internships because of my professors and the letters of recommendations they've already written me. Yeah, I just – business is great. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Definitely get involved as early as you can. I think that's something that a lot of us regret is not going after it a little bit earlier, going harder. Yep. And that can but, speak to anybody at any age, high yeah. school, college, after college. Yeah. It's worth it's, it. It's all you put into it, and that's what you'll get out of it. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming on, Taylor. It's Thank been you. fun. It has been. And like always, you've been listening to The Andrew Skiles Show. Have a good one.